0: So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the MatchFit Football Podcast. I'm Darren Potts, your host here again on the MatchFit Football Podcast. Today, I am joined by a defender from Plymouth Argyle. He's down at Plymouth, he's playing football, and he's just back from an injury, which we will touch on on this show. It is James Bolton. James, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Darren. Uh, Nice to be on. You're welcome.
0: Warm welcome to the show James delighted to get you here. Um as I mentioned, you know, you're coming back from a long period of, of injury and you're getting back into it and you, I know you played last night in an absolute cracker of a game. Um, before we touch on a little bit about that, talk to me a little bit about your journey into football. Was was it always the goal for you to be a professional footballer or was it something that kind of you realized you were good at it and it kind of took off where where does it start
1: i think i think it's just as like everyone um the same story for most people um as as a kid you you grow up playing football uh with your friends um and it was the same same for me really i'd like to say i just used to um play with my friends from school and then we started a bit of a team and it all started from there and uh, yeah just built on from there um and obviously you find out that you, you you're not too bad at it, so you um, you carry it on and just went from there. Really,
0: was there ever a time then, maybe a coach at at a club or someone scouted you, or your parents said, "Look, we're going to put you into an academy," or where did it really begin to get serious along that along that journey?
1: I think, it, like you say. It- I have I listened to a couple of podcasts before and I, I listened to to, to Craig McGovery, who mm-hmm. I played with at Portsmouth and he, he was mentioned about you 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 never know who's watching and weirdly I got I got scouted, um, once playing football on a cricket um on a cricket pitch with with um with it, it ended up being somebody's uh, son um I was just playing with him just like as, as mates um I think the cricket had just finished or something um and I ended up um, just playing with him and his um, his dad happened to be uh, a manager at, at Stoke, um, and he and he said to me, my mum and dad, and, and said, "Oh, I've just seen him play um, with my son there, and I'd like to bring him down." So um, just to, to touch on that, that y- you do never know who's watching. So it was a bit of a mad one, really. I think that was one of the instances that um, I got scouted from.
0: i oh, tell me about even your home life, when you go home and you see this is an opportunity for you and things are the balls beginning to get rolling, so to speak, and things are starting to develop. Was there was there ever an idea for you that this could be a career, a professional, full time career? Or was it very much a case of, okay, this is the start of something, let's see where it goes? Was there an intentional decision on your part to to go for this in a serious way?
1: Um not not when I was younger, to be honest with you. It was more about just just going along with it and playing, playing football. Um, obviously I was in academy from from quite a, a young age. So I, I I did, um, I was there for a while. Um, so it's just kind of I think once it gets to you get to about fifteen, sixteen, you have to try and. It's when big decisions are made, and it's when you get your, your scholarships and stuff like that. Um, I think that's when you have to really think about what you what you want to do. And um, yeah, it was. It was it was a tough one really because like you say that the margins are so small and not many people do make it so you do have to like seriously think about what um, what you want to do.
0: And when you get in and you you start to go through your different your career and you're playing for different clubs and you end up at you know Macclesfield and you go out and loan a few times, is that hard as a young player to go out and loan a few times or is that an exciting period for you?
1: No, I think it's a bit of both. Obviously, it's daunting to to be able to to go out and into and, and new teams and, and with men. The you've, it's men's football, which is like another thing that's completely different to to, to youth team football. Um, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's daunting but exciting at the same time. And I think I look back at those loans and they they really did make me as a as a player and, in, and as a man as well.
0: And specifically. You mentioned, you know, coming through the youth system and then you go and you play men's football and it's a it's a big change. It's a big transition. Can I ask a question about the the gray area or the fine line between youth football and men's football in terms of development versus must win and wanting to win every week? Um, is Is there a tangible difference? Can you noticeably see a difference from when you're in an academy to when you start playing senior men's football?
1: Yeah, like you say, you, you, straight away. I mean, I've I don't know if you think you, but if you get a bollocking or whatever, <laughs> you never get a bollocking off, off one of your, one of your friends that you're playing with that you've seen. But then you get you get into the man's game and you do something that's not quite right, and you're getting you're getting shouted at because, like you say, it's um, means, it means everything, and to get those three points and um, it seriously does matter to, in the men's game.
0: Yeah, it is. It's one of those things that I like to hear about it because, like I said, some of our listening audience, you know, there are young players going pro and they might be coming up through a youth team or youth development, but there is that difference between that developmental stage and then that, you know, competitive having to win stage. And I was curious from your perspective as a young player going out on loan to play men's football, yep. is it difficult to figure that out or do you learn quickly?
1: You have to learn quickly. Otherwise you, you just, you, you fall away um in my eyes I think I think it's 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 tough for young players really because um there's a lot of managers that that like that experience and and if if they don't think they can handle the men's football, then they just won't use them um so i think having having a manager that can that believes in you um and and I think that's the main thing and I think like you like to say you have got to um to adjust to it quickly otherwise you, you will get found out and you will. You won't play, it's as simple as that. Because like you say, to 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 these these teams, it means it means everything to get three points.
0: I mean, what something that I've been quite critical of recently is several clubs postponing games, you know, due to yeah. different things. And I've always thought, you know, you've an under-23s team there, you've a yeah. under nineteens, twenties, and so on. I've always felt strongly, and I'm gonna ask for your opinion on this, you know, from being a young player that that went out on loan and now playing, you know, weekly in League One and stuff like that. I've always been quite critical, um, and said I think they should be using their twenty threes, their nineteens, their sixteens. Is it as simple as that, or is there more to it than that?
1: Is no, I, I, I totally agree. I think, like you say, it's it's an opportunity to to, to put the youngsters in in, in the shop window, and it's only going to benefit the um the team if somebody does well. That there's no pressure that a player does well, it uh, could he could sell them on or whatever, or they could use them for the team to, to do better. Um, but to be honest, I think it, it's, it's a bit of a, a domino effect. I think if one team does it, other teams say, well, well they've not done it. They're, they're not risking their three points, so why should we? <laughs> so it, it's, it's one of them. I think something needs to happen higher up um, and, and to stop it completely. Because if, if one, one team does it, then um, the others aren't going to either. So it's, it's one of them, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree with you on that from the domino effect. And it's definitely a higher up decision. It was just more sort of, sort of curious from a footballing point of view. You know, if you were a young player in that squad, it, it might be an interesting one, oh, Oh, someone's like this week or whatever. I have a chance here. And I feel like whenever the games are being postponed, it almost, I don't know if it, if it would, you know, put a young player off or maybe yeah. d- disappointing or anything. But I just mean from the outside looking in, I would be like, you know, when Leeds, for example, played Arsenal, that five or six 16, 17 year olds on the bench, and I just yeah. thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's great, like you say, for for lads that probably didn't think they would have any opportunity to have that opportunity to play in, in big games like that. It, it's just...
0: We'll move on to the match fit performance section, because I think this will be an interesting one for our listeners, because you've had a, a very unique journey. You've went and loaded a few times, played at a few different clubs, but two of the bigger clubs on your resume or your CV so far were Portsmouth and now Plymouth. Um, talk to me about playing both, obviously, for Portsmouth and now, and now at Plymouth. Plymouth. Is, is there a difference in expectation and difference in feeling that you're at a big club?
1: um yeah i th- i think i think there is really like say you you've only got to go to to one of the home games and and realize what how big the a bigger club it is and um both stadiums really have uh, when you get there and they're absolutely rocking when the fans are behind you like there's there's no places like them and they both got really unique unique atmospheres um so yeah you you, you do feel the difference but to be honest as as a, as a player i i thrive off that i thrive off um, getting warming up and you see the loads of fans and, and, and that sense of, of, the, of the atmosphere building. I think for me, that's, that's what really gets me going to be honest. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, say, I would say, yeah, you, you, you do feel that from, um, from things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's incredible to see, you know, I, obviously I never played at that level, you know, I got to play against my team in a, in a cup draw once and I thought that was great, but they actually be playing there as a home game and playing every week, is, is obviously really, really exciting. In terms of um, keys to success, and I always like to ask this question, in your opinion, what are the keys to success? What are the keys to elite performance or playing at your
1: optimal level? Um, for me, I think there's, there's loads of different things. I could be it all day, um, but I think hard work um, is, is something that I, that I pride myself on and um, I think that'll get you a long way. Um, consistency and, and doing the right things I think that's another another big one um, and just maybe having a bit of a it's the mindset of of you've got to have a tough mindset and, and be able to uh, to deal with loads of different things um, so yeah I, I could be all day with components mm-hmm. of things that you need um, but I would say like I said they're the main the main ones
0: it's interesting you mentioned mindset cause we're going to come to that later in the match fit mindset portion I actually want to spend a bit of time on that because I think that's a such a vital cog in the wheel, so to speak um in terms of your like eating habits and your diet and stuff like that um do you have like specific foods that you stick to
1: um not so much like in 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 the week um i actually i, I do live um quite a healthy lifestyle um <laughs> try and eat as well as I can um but like you say, once um, once it comes to around the games, you kinda of have a thing that you you kinda of stick to. But I think that, that comes with with um experience as well and, and age, you, you you kinda you kinda get used to what, what you what you like and what your body works well on. Um, so I think you're always adjusting what what you have, um, what you eat. So um I think it is important before games because you like you say I've I've had it before where I can I've had um, bad stomach before a game um, and stuff like that so I think you've got to adjust what you and get used to what, what what you're eating and stuff Is that, you
0: see on the journey of a young player coming up through the age, different age groups and then going pro and beginning to play first team football is that something you maybe maybe not the right word to say it, but is that a difficult portion or, um, or a big steep learning curve to kind of figure that out
1: as you go? Uh, yeah I think I, I'd like to say I don't think you get taught that that much in football, I think it's one of those things that you kind of pick up from 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 uh, players like more experienced players, or um, you read about. I mean, I used to do a lot of um, like research on stuff and on loads of different things that I could I could get better at. Um, so yeah, I think it's just things that you can you kind of pick up on on your journey.
0: And hydration as well. I think that's so key for, for, for a footballer. How do you min- make sure that you're getting the right amount of water every day? Do you have a particular method or do you just always have water close by? What's, what's your trick?
1: Yeah, um, like I said, I, I try to keep a bottle um, close to me most of the time and just um, and just sip away for, throughout the day um, and then try and stop towards, towards night, to be honest, um, to, to, to help me sleep, sleep mm-hmm. a little bit better. And uh, that's just another thing that you kind of pick up is, as you as you go on and little things like that to to stop drinking after a certain time will will help you sleep, which obviously like I say everybody knows that sleep is, is massive in in recovery and and everything. So um, mental health and everything. So yeah, I think they're just little things that you you pick up on.
0: It's you mentioned a couple of things there in terms of recovery and mental health and things like that. Um, is there anything that you do that you find helps your recovery and helps with your mental health and makes you feel ready to go?
1: Well, like i say I live, I live literally outside the sea. So sometimes I jump in the sea on a, on a Sunday after a game or after a hard training session. Um, and like I say, you come out of there and you feel a million dollars. Um, it's, it's tough to go in, but, um, I love it too. Honest. I think it, it does a lot of things. It helps you, like I say your body recover and mentally, I like, I'll, I'll feel so much, um, so much more alive and uh, and and just my, my brain will just feel a little bit um like clearer um so so yeah it's um that's one thing that i do um but like i say i think it's just it's just a build-up of the one percenters to be honest um like i said one might not make a difference but if you're doing a couple of them then it makes a difference and i think um i think it's, it's something that everyone should uh should do to be honest
0: yeah I totally agree with you that, those extra one percents just make up so much throughout the season and I think going out and jumping in the sea you might be quite unique there and using that yeah. as a recovery I would
1: assume but everyone thinks I'm bonkers all, all the lads at Fluffy think I'm absolutely bonkers uh, but yeah I love it to be honest and um, it's great for me so i like I say everyone's different
0: I mean if it works you know what I mean if, if it works and you feel that it helps and you're getting something from it why not?
1: Exactly. That's half the battle. If it's in if, if it feels better in your head then then that's it. Like I say, there's not great research for a lot of stuff. Um but if if mentally you feel better after it, then that's that's half the battle in, in my eyes.
0: Absolutely agree with you. In terms of, you know, you mentioned mentality and mental health earlier, in terms of your football and career from where you've started to where you are now, are you seeing there be more attention put on that the mental health of a footballer and there's a bit more light shed on that. It's not so much a taboo subject.
1: Oh, 1 million percent. I think like you say, when I was growing up, um, even as a young 16, 17, he's never not heard of, of um, of, of talking about your mental health or anything like that. Um, I think I think obviously you've 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 seen that there's a small proportion of psychologists that were in the game, but it's it's starting to come a lot lot more now, um, which which I think is for the better, because I do think um a lot of players can can learn a lot and I think it will help them um succeed and, and be go move up in the game. I think it's such a, a big part in football. Um and I think it, it can only be for the better.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think at times, you know, footballers are sort of seen as, you know, these guys that just have everything nailed on. And sometimes, you know, how hard a football match is, conceding a last bit of equalizer, the dejection, the frustration, having the long bus journey back or train journey, whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes in terms of football. And I think it's probably still not talked about enough for as much as it's growing, um, the mental health side of football. And I want to talk a little bit about and um, disappointment, um, and, and how you as a player and you as a person overcome that, because I don't want to bring up things that are particularly bad memories, but you know, you've, you've came as a runner up twice in the EFL trophy. You know, you've yeah. had the, you've, you've, you've moved, you've signed for Plymouth, you've had the big injury and now yeah. you're starting to get, get your sort of back into it. You're playing every week again, you know, what, how does, or what do you do to help overcome? Those negative feelings and those effects, like whenever it is hard for you, when you've lost those finals, when you're injured and you're out and you're frustrated, what is it that drives you on? What picks you up again?
1: Um, I, that's, that's a tough question. Like I say, it's it is hard. There is there is times in football, um, that you you that are that are tough, and you have to just do, deal with it. And it's one of those things. Football, you, you have to move on quickly because there's something on the next week. I mean. Like I say, you talk about the EFL, uh, that's, that's in the mid-season. So you, you, we, I think we had a game on the Tuesday after. So you, you've got to pick yourself up and, and, and kind of and go again. Um, but yeah, it's it, there is a lot of lows in football. And I, like I say, I don't think people that talk about that. Um, but I just think um, you've, you've got to do it for yourself, really. Um, mm-hmm. For me, that's what that, that that's what that builds me up and, and just drives me on is to just... Um, to become better um, and learn, um, like you say, I think I think learning. You've got to see losses as a learning curve, and um, you can always be better. I think that's what um, you've got to take from them. Um, to be honest with you.
0: In terms of in the changing room as well, obviously most changing rooms have young players, experienced players and players in the middle of their career. How important is it for those younger players to have experienced players and mentors or leaders in that changing room that they can look up to and may not even have to say anything, but just lead by their actions? How vital is that for a young player?
1: Yeah, I think it's everything. Um, I think, like you say, um, you might not even mean to... to to do it, but people people are observing and they're watching. And I was exactly the same as a as, a, as a young a young lad. Um, I was watching the the older pros and see what they kind of do. Um, so yeah, you you have got to be aware of what what you kind of your actions and what you're doing, what you're saying, and um, because like I say, people are picking it up, and um you want you want to, to to give them the best habits they can really, because I think that's what's gonna um, that's the difference. A lot of things of 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 making it and not as a young thing, a young pro is is, is doing the right things. Um, I think that's what uh, will will set you apart.
0: I think one of the key words you used there was habits, and I think that's so vital. You know, for a young player or even any sort of footballer. You know, you're sleeping at night, like you said, you're, you're even not drinking as much water towards the end of your night. So you can get a full night's sleep. Those small changes, those 1%, those habitual things that help you make the difference, whether it's watching a professional, an older player come in and one hour early to stretch before training or whatever it might be, is those habits. Is there any particular habit that you felt you've developed over the course of your career that you felt has really helped you?
1: Um, like you say, it's just it's just those small things. Like you say, coming in coming in early and and, and doing the I would always like to do a little bit of stretching, a little bit of core in the mornings. Um, I feel like I have to do that before I touch the grass, to be honest, just because it, it, it mentally stimulates me um, and physically as well um, to to get myself going in the morning. So there's little things like that that um, to me now is just it's just second nature. So I probably won't even. thinking about it or or be able to tell you because it's just it's just something that happens and just just things that you do Um, but yeah i think that's just something you pick up as as you go along and i think that they're they're the base to to doing well to be honest and and they're they're the things that um are going to keep you keep you on the right track
0: absolutely agree those little individual focuses you know whether it be just a, a bit of core every day before we're going out to the grass stretching warm-ups etc it like I said it makes so much of a difference Um, after a really hard training session or a really hard game is there any supplements that you would take that to just replenish maybe any nutrients or any energy that you've lost
1: um yeah, I'll, like you say, I try and I'll try and have a, um, a protein shake, um, maybe like a one with that's got a few carbs in or something as well, um, to obviously replenish your muscles and stuff. Um, I haven't really got like a set thing, a set meal, or anything that I have after. I'd like to relax maybe after a game and go for some food with um, friends or, or my misses or anything like that. So, um, so yeah, I would I would just I would just say like say that get that protein and carbs in straight away and then. Um, I see. I'm not too, not too forced after that.
0: You mentioned, you know, after a game sometimes or whatever, you like to go and you hang out with some friends or the misses or whatever. Is it important to have that support system or that those group of people or your partner that's almost like an off switch from the the crazy world that is football? Because it's very easy to fall down a rabbit hole of reading fans or people's social media opinion of how you played the night before. Is it? Important for you to have that kind of outlet, so to speak.
1: It's, I think it's absolutely massive to be honest to have that switch off um, from football. Because, like you say, things don't always go well in football, and you can um, you can have a, have a bad game or the team lose. Um, there's there's certainly a lot, of, a lot of things, and I think you need your, your family and um, and friends and everything and partners um, to be there to, to maybe switch off and not talk about football or. Um, to be there to to, like say to support you Um, and like say on on the other foot as well it's good to say you you do you do something you win or you you scored a goal or anything it's good to to have them there to um, to celebrate with and and enjoy the moment Um, I think it's just like for the for the the people to realise what kind of what you kind of need and I think my my I'd say support system kind of know um, now know me long enough now that they know what I need after after a game, and I don't like to talk about it too much. To be honest, um, I just get it out and done with. If they want to, they want to ask a few questions to start, and then and then it's kind of kind of done, and it's time to, to switch off and just um, enjoy enjoy each, other, each other's company.
0: I think it's massive, isn't it? You know, to have that support system, as you mentioned, and it's great that they know you as well. They know when to ask you about it and when to kind of of move on. I think that's so vitally important as well. Um, One of the things I actually want to touch on as well is what would you do to help aid in your recovery? I know you talked about getting into the sea and stuff like that. Would would you recommend anything else? Foam rollers, cryo spas, anything else that you think make a difference?
1: Yeah, I like like, um, maybe um, the like uh, compression pants and stuff like that um i think they can um make a difference um i mean i i invested into a complex a couple of years ago um which is like a, a stimulating machine um sometimes i use that if i've got um heavy legs so yeah to be honest i'm i'm, I'm one of them i'll i'll use anything i'll, I'll try anything I, i'm all into the one percenters and mm. if they, if i think they're going to help then i'll use it i um I enjoy I enjoy doing all all the all the different things and trying new things and to to try and help me recover. Um, so yeah it's it, there's, there's loads of different things and I'm, I'm open to anything to be honest.
0: I think part of parcel of having a proper recovery, you know, process and stuff that works for you in place is having that mindset of knowing what works for you and how to implement that and how to move yeah. on, etc. And it brings us on to the match fit mindset portion and you mentioned it earlier is one of the key components in, in you know being successful at an elite level is the strong mindset yeah. can you break that down a little bit more in terms of a strong mindset is obviously something that's needed but how does a person a player whether it be a boy a girl young player how do they develop that mindset that mental toughness
1: um i think like i said it comes with 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 failures and, and stuff like that and and, and achievements um it, it's, it's, it's stuff that you you get better at as a, as a, as a, as a player, um, you experience different things. Um, and you can, you can also, you can also work on it. And I think that's what's come into the game a little bit, um, lately of, of, um, of psychologists and stuff like that. And and trying to improve, um, your mindset of thinking positively or, or visualization. There's so many different, um, components or aspects that, um, are in the, in the mindset um there's like you say you could you could you could talk about it all day um but i think it's something that you can um you can learn as well um, and, and develop that way
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. And I think with a strong mindset, whenever obstacles do come, when challenges do come, it just helps you overcome that. And I want to talk about probably one of the biggest challenges, in my opinion, of your career so far. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you signed for Plymouth, it's been a good move. It's been a big move for you and you got hurt in preseason and it kind of just went from there and it's been a struggle for you with the injury until really recently, yeah, talk to me about that portion of your career and joining a new club and getting hurt and eventually getting back to fitness and getting going. Um talk to me about injury prevention, what you've done, the frustrations that you've faced, yeah. and how you've really got ready to go because you've you've played now a couple of games in a row since coming back from injury.
1: Yeah, it, to be honest with you, it's probably been the hardest hardest part of my career. Um, like I say, I've lost in, lost in finals and and at Wembley and stuff, but. I think for this um, long spell of, it's the first time in my career that I've um, I've been out for, for for months. To be honest, um, I think I, thought I was out for about five and a half months, um, and it's I've never had a, a serious serious injury like that. To be honest, um, so yeah, it was it was really tough um, just to get my head around having good days, bad days. Um, you, you, I think, like say, I think the support system as well. I think that um, that's something that you really need in those kind of those kind of times. And um, also, you've got your support system at home, and then your support system at, 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 the, at the club. Um, you obviously got physios, um, and you've got players that are injured as well. Um, so I think it's it's vital that you take everything from from everybody and, and and try and keep your mind right um because and and concentrate on the goal because the of the goal of, of, of getting fit and getting back um because you are going to have low days um and, and and days where you progress um and then it's another setback but it, it is it's a long old road um but it's it's, it's part and parcel of parcel football i've just been I've been quite lucky, uh, really. I've not really had um, that many serious injuries. Um, so this was my first one. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a test, to be honest, uh, mentally, me- mentally and physically. Um, so yeah, it was a tough time.
0: I've watched quite a few football documentaries. Um, Sunderland, Bayern Munich, Juventus and Tottenham 1. They're the four that spring to mind. And I've always seen when players are injured on it, they're almost doing a lot of stuff by themselves or with physios away from the team with yeah. you. I don't know if that's the same in your experience and I want you to touch on that, but is that hard for you as well being and you signing to the club and trying to bed in with the lads and bed, bed in with, with the team and the club that you're, if I don't know if it's, if it is that way at Plymouth, but you're almost at, on the outskirts or the periphery of everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, especially when you come to a new club and I've, I've kind of always said it that you, the best bonding you do with, with the lads is is winning games and um like I say you, you you play from away from home and, and you win a game and that's that that sense that you get of um togetherness is 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 where for me you you get the best the, the best bonding. Um I think that's so it, it's been tough that way to um not to to do that as often. Um i am obviously slightly coming into it a little bit now. Um but yeah it's it's especially um, at Plymouth it's been hard as well because the gym was um, not at the training ground so you had to go to the training ground in the morning and then go to the gym uh, which was like away from the training ground so it was um, yeah it was tough obviously you don't see the the lads and, and spend time um, with the lads as much as you like and be on the football pitch which is what you want to do to be honest that's where you, that's where you want to be um, so yeah it's it is tough, but it's one of those things that you have to, like you say, you, you get on with and you learn from these things, and it makes you better. If touch what I don't have another injury, but if I do, then I'm, I'm more equipped to, to deal with it next time, and um, I think that's what it, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think if anything ever happens again, you're mentally equipped, you've been there, you've done it, you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and it's just about persevering, pushing through. And a big one that I haven't really touched on with you, I'm just going to ask you about it quickly, is right. and the mo- and the motivation to play again. Um, if I asked you what your biggest motivational factor would be in your career, or even right now, what motivates you to, when you're hurt and when you're frustrated and you're struggling to get back and you want to get back playing first-team football, is is it just playing football that motivates you, or something more than that?
1: No, I, I just think um, I just want to be the best version of myself every single day, and um, it's I just like to um, to do those little things that are going to put me on the right step to to to, to do that. Um, so yeah, I think, like you say, and, and like you, you see, you see the games um, and the lads winning, and and like you say, everything like that, and you just want to be part of that there's there's no better feeling than, than winning a game and um and coming off I think, I say off the pitch and and everyone's buzzing um i think that they are the, the times um, that you, you you're looking in looking into and and you just want to be part of that you want to um get that get get that that feeling again and um yeah it's it's that's what you do it for to be honest and um, to to better, better for yourself, and 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 to be part of them, um, and special times as as a group of group of of players.
0: I mean, there's been quite a lot of the answers that you've given me tonight when we've asked the questions. They've they've actually referenced the team and togetherness and being part of something. How big how big is a team atmosphere? Is a positive atmosphere? Is the camaraderie? Is the bond? Is the friendship between players? Key to a good, successful team,
1: I think it's absolutely exactly everything. Um, I, I do. I do believe I've I've been quite lucky in, in my um, career of having um, obviously my time at Shrewsbury. Um, I think the the, the the bond that we had there with the lads was, was something else. Um, and obviously um, at Plymouth now, I feel like we have the same kind of um, kind of feeling. And just got good lads that are on the same the same page and that wanna do well, and nobody above the station or anything like that so it's um yeah it's it's really good to be part of something like that and i think when when you get when you do get that, I think you get a lot of respect from everybody and i think um you want to do well with each other and you don't want um them to fail, you want everyone to do well, and I think that that that's what's being in a good
0: team is all about. Is is there a sense of responsibility? Then I would. I'm I'm sort of inferring into your answer there. You know, between between players, would you feel responsible in terms of your own performance to ensure, perhaps, you know, we get a clean sheet or we win a game or I need to play well because my my other defenders relying on me, my goalkeepers relying on me. These fans are here. Is there a sense of responsibility or pressure along with that?
1: Yeah, I think that comes from, from from yourself of wanting to do well and obviously you want to do well for the for the manager and the and, and the lads. Um so yeah, it does it does add a little bit of um a little bit of pressure because you, you don't want to let them down and um you don't want to be that, that person that lets them down. But I think is I think what is the best thing about having a good group of lads is um if you do make a mistake then it's not you know they're not—they're not—they're not saying anything behind your back, or it, it just—it's it, just right. That's done. Um, go on to ne- next time. Um, so I think that's—that's that's a massive thing. Um, of yeah, when things are going well, it's great. But when things aren't going well, um, it's having that togetherness then. Um, when the, when when things are tough. Um, so I think that that's that's one thing that. Is 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 good when um, things aren't going so well? Is is having that that good team bonding? I think it's
0: phenomenal insight into how I think every professional footballer should be. It's you know you're looking at it and going, I want to be the best for me. I also want to be the best for my teammates who are relying on me. And right. if and if a mistake happens, it happens. Nobody goes out to try and make a mistake. It is what it is. What we move on. I think it's phenomenal insight in, into that mindset and that mentality Um, one of the last questions I want to ask you before we begin to wrap it up is if you could give one piece of advice to a young footballer or if you could go back in time to an 18 year old James Bolton and say hey here's a piece of advice for you what would you tell that young player
1: I just think for for everyone I just think treat every day as as a school day and and be a sponge Um, learn as much as you can Um, do do the one percenters because they do add up um and just enjoy it. Um enjoy enjoy bettering yourself every day. I think that's that's the main thing. You've got you've got to enjoy and wanting to do if it's working on your crossing, you want to, you've got to enjoy doing that. If it's going in the gym, doing that, you want you've got to enjoy it. Um so I think like I say just work on yourself um and try and better yourself and be the best version version of you.
0: Is there any players that you would look up to or inspired you as a kid or even now in world football that you would look to and it just inspires you in any way?
1: Um, I think obviously because it's well-documented of what, what he does, I would say Cristiano Ronaldo, I think, just from what he's made himself, um, like you say, he was uh, probably a raw a raw 17, 18-year-old and he's just developed himself into this absolute monster, um, physically, mentally um and like on the pitch as well like these skills and everything like that he's just i just i i really look up to people that, that work really hard and have, have obviously worked i know obviously a lot of pros will have worked hard but obviously it's documented how well he does and <laughs> um, what he does all those one percenters and stuff mm-hmm. Um so i think somebody like him is, is somebody that i look up, look up to to like you say, for, for for those everything, little things that he does to, to try and better himself every day, I think that's what I aspire to be like in And yeah, I'd say Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: I think the big thing with Ronaldo too is the adaptability. You know, he's went from a flying winger on one side and the right side of midfield for Man United at a 4-4-2 to, you know, playing up in a 4-3-3 on the left and cutting inside for Real Madrid, beating players to almost becoming a focal point and a striker and almost in some senses like a poacher and it's that yeah. adaptability throughout his career that is probably the most fascinating i find
1: yeah i think like you say i think it's him recognizing that as well like he, he obviously sees that his strengths have changed he hasn't got that speed much speed anymore um mm-hmm. so i think he recognizes that he has to change his game so he's obviously now i think a bit like you say a bit, a bit more of a poacher and, mm-hmm. and and getting in the right areas um so, yeah I think like I say, I think the key thing is recognizing that he's that he needed to to change his game and uh, and that's why he's the age he is and and still playing at the top top level it's 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 ridiculous really um to to think how he's done it but um yeah i' I've got a lot of um, a lot of time for him, and uh, like i say it's 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 great to see him and it's good to to be able to to see it all documented as well, which and um, for young, young players, um, it's great to, to to learn off and they won't go far wrong if they uh, they try to follow his his routines and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. You know, that sheer hard work, determination, adaptability, everything kind of thrown in there for Cristiano Ronaldo. And even just talking about him, it's made me just think of Manchester United and how they've, you know, consistently sort of change managers over the course of a year. And, and I want to ask you about that as a player, not so much about Manetid and the changing of managers, but coming to a new club or a new manager comes into a club that you're already at and the players have to adapt. What's that like for a player, for you going from, you know, even from Portsmouth to Plymouth and beginning to adapt to a new style or a new coaching philosophy, et cetera?
1: I've had it quite a lot in my career, to be honest. I've had I've had a few changes in managers, um and it's it's never nice to see to see a manager go um first um because like you say it shows that us as players haven't really done our job either um it's that's it's not always down to the manager that the players have to take responsibility um so yeah it, it's tough in that aspect but and also um you don't know who the new manager is going to be you don't know if they're going to rate you as a player um so you kind of um you're kind of starting again. Um, so you've just got to see it as a challenge if, if like I've got a I've got to do well for the new manager. I've got to do you know what I mean. I've got to do the right things and, and show that I'm doing doing the right things in training. And um so yeah I think it's it, it, is, it is tough um to go through that. But um, you've just got to see it as a challenge and like I say, you say you'll learn learn from it and and you, you go again.
0: I know it's probably a, a bit like a dangerous thing to ever assume, but you assume that everyone who's playing professional sport, especially professional football is competitive. And when a new manager does come in, there is that competitive nature of I'm going to prove myself or I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to continue to establish myself as first choice, or I'm going to prove that I should be first choice if I wasn't under the last manager.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think like you said, as, as as footballers, we are usually very competitive as, as, as human mm-hmm. beings and, whether that's in football or off the pitch, I'm I'm extremely competitive in whatever I do. To be honest, um, but yeah, I think like you say, you've got to see it as a as a fresh challenge, especially if he wasn't playing with the previous manager. Um, I think that's a it's a really good um, a good way to to to, to see that as a, as, a, as a fresh challenge, and um, yeah, it can be um, turn it into a positive. I think that's that's all what you've got to do and um, i think that's in, in everyday life really you can just you can turn most things into a positive and um, it's just how you how you see it
0: absolutely agree with that well listen james it's been great to have you on the show i want to thank you for your time where can our listeners catch up with you on twitter instagram where are you if they want to follow along in your journey um,
1: to be honest i'm not massive on social media but i have got i've got an instagram page um so yeah anything on there so yeah that's probably the, the best the best platform to be honest
0: We'll encourage all our listeners, followers um, to f- get on the Instagram, give James a follow, see what he's up to as he continues on his journey. James, thank you so much for giving me your time tonight. This is the MatchFit Football Podcast. I was Darren Potts. This was James Bolton. We had a great time chatting. Thank you. Thanks, mate.